Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, the mayor of Southport. Yes, it came from my mother. Just wait for it. Also, splitting your pants, the Falcon jacket, NyQuil chicken, and more. And of course, we'll end it all with a feel-good moment. Please follow us on Facebook, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon, TikTok, The Roadhouse Show, and of course, right here. Please subscribe, leave us some stars, and a review. Bounce from the Roadhouse! I, for one, have not seen the Kelly Clarkson show. I've seen it on mute while I'm getting my wow. nails done. Yeah. But I've never actually sat down and watched it. But a lot of people have good things to say about it. I've seen a little bit of it. And have it's, you? It's pretty cool. Uh, she's just such a, a bubbly, attracted personality. You know what I mean? Humble. You just, humble. Humble and just fun. Yeah. And you just, she seems like a person you could just hang out with. Like, True. go hang out at her house, you yeah. know? Well, I was reading an article online about her show. Alana Hayam, who I'm not that familiar with. Me neither. I have no idea who that is. Show, uh, Licorice Pizza. Sounds like know. a Thanksgiving dish. Yeah. Anyway, she was on the show, and they were talking about their craziest moments. And Alana was like, oh, like I instantly know what to talk about right here. Mm-hmm. She was doing a show, and she was wearing these leather pants that didn't have a whole lot of give. They were like super oh, tight, right? We've all been there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and she's on stage. She's performing. And she's doing a little drop dance, you know, oh, down to the ground. Like it's hot, girl. Yeah. Ooh, take it down. And all of a sudden, boom, blowout uh, in the pants. Row raggy. And she's on stage with all these people looking at her. Oh, so yeah. she just like <laughs> stays facing forward yeah. towards the people. Of course, her band is behind her. So yeah. that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. But she just keeps going, and then she just kind of backs off the stage. <laughs> but <laughs> she had to finish performing because she didn't have any clothes nearby. Like, she couldn't be like, I'll be right back, and, you know, drum solo. Yeah. yeah. No. She had to finish the whole thing with, with her pants split up the back. Which, and then Kelly yeah. Clarkson was like, oh, my God, the same thing happened to me. She was making a video, you know, dancing yeah. around, pants split right up the back. But she's like, girl... I've got a much larger larger booty than you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I know. What do, you, what do you do in that kind of situation? I, that happened to Little Nas X on Saturday Night Live. It and did? It's, it's live. And he's dancing, doing his thing, and his crotch ripped out, and he said he wasn't wearing very good underwear. And so, you know, so he just pretty much he finished dancing with, like, his hand, like, doing the Michael Jackson move, you know, like, <laughs> you know, doing that kind of thing down there. <laughs> And, and he's just, and that's, he had to finish it. It was live. There's oh nothing you could do on TV. I think everybody's been there. Oh, yeah. So, so embarrassing. you got to have a story. Oh, I do. Do you? The mo- one of the, probably the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me while I was on vacation. I got to hear it. I got to hear it. Okay, we'll talk about it next. We're talking about pants splitting. Kelly Clarkson was talking about this on her show the other day. She mm-hmm. split her pants. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Have you split your pants? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've actually split a skirt. Oh, no. Yeah. It was it was a very tight jean skirt, and mm-hmm. I was in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And keep in mind, we stayed in this beautiful hotel. It's probably like a five-star hotel. It's oh, nice. Yeah. Marble f- everything. Yeah. So we, we go out, and we're listening to music, all of our friends, you know, and we're dancing on the dance floor. We've had our shots. We've had our beers. We're feeling good. Party and, in. you know, you feel like you can dance really well at that point. The and real so Amy Rose to, is coming out. What? Yeah. 
you start to like drop it like it's hot you know mm-hmm. you get down on the Kick ground it to the flow <laughs> and i'm wearing that very very tight jean skirt mm-hmm. that's probably a size too small and denim can only go so far yes <laughs> so we're dropping it like it's hot and then all of a sudden i'm not so hot anymore i'm feeling a little breeze in the back <laughs> I split that jean skirt right up the back. Nice. Yes. What kind of undies were you wearing? Uh, they were. It was uh, <laughs> the revealing kind. The thong, the thong, thong, thong. <laughs> and I don't have a small booty either. I've got what you oh. call a badonky donk. Okay? Oh, yeah. So, badonky donk. Having all those drinks and everything, feeling good. Didn't realize, you know, it's a skirt. You could actually turn it to the side. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. My friend's... I bet a couple of them might have wet their pants on the way back to that very, very nice five-star resort. Oh, nice. Yeah. All the way back, walking through town, laughing at me, walking through this beautiful lobby, Mm -hmm. marble lobby, into the elevator. Fancy. Yes. To do rich people around. What's up? Hi. (laughs) My name's Amy. That's my butt. Side swiping through the... You know, the lobby so people didn't see. But there's mirrors behind me that I didn't notice. Get on the elevator. Yep. Of course, you had to stand in front. Bunch of strangers in there laughing. Yeah. Oh, I get in the room. I could have just turned this to the side, you know? Duh. Nope. Continue on with your night. Oh, get well. changed. Go out. Continue partying. But yes, I've split my pants and a skirt. Oh, man. I... And what's funny, Brandon? Yeah. Is on my way to work today, I split my pants. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. And I'm still wearing them. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, it was so ironic. Bear asked me later about my stories. <laughs> oh, tell me more. Oh, I, so I've told you. Remember my embarrassing moment story a long time ago was as an EMT at Detox, I went down to help somebody who was having a seizure. And I knelt down, and my EMT pants just grenaded, exploded. <laughs> and it looked like somebody was trying to shove an elbow out the crotch of my pants. Oh my and I'm like, oh, this is great. Because we're in a panic situation. <laughs> I'm across from a person who's having a seizure from a female fellow EMT. And we just looked at each other, and I'm like, well, there it is. Because it just happens to be that my boxers and my pants had the same hole in the same spot. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, but yeah, it's embarrassing. You know, what do you do? And tons of our listeners have shared their stories on our Facebook, if you'd like to go check <laughs> yeah. some of those out, at the Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon on Facebook. Yeah, there's people that have not only split their pants, but they've <laughs> their pants. Oh, yeah. If you want to be internet famous, just do something really dumb. Seriously. It's a lot easier than doing something smart. Like, don't just sit there twiddling your thumbs going, Hmm, how can I become famous? What's an idea? Just think of something really stupid and do it. This semi-popular TikToker named Daniel Shapiro suddenly has a lot more followers after she did something really uh, interesting that requires not only medical attention, but medical intervention. She and her friend went to an all-you-can-eat sushi place. Now, first of all, I want to know where this place is. (laughs) And then... She ended up eating way too much sushi and documented every bite in this TikTok video. Now, how much sushi is too much sushi? For Danielle Shapiro, it's 32 pieces. 32 pieces of sushi? Oh, can you imagine the burps? And that was after she'd already had four pieces of gyoza, some jalapeno poppers, and an order of miso soup. 
32 pieces might not be that crazy for like a competitive eater like the hot dog guy, but Danielle is not that. And it was enough to put her in the hospital. Wow, I never knew you could eat too much and get hospitalized from it. So she went home after dinner. She felt sick, but managed to fall asleep. And then she woke up the next morning with severe pain in her stomach and chest. It was so bad, she had trouble breathing, you guys. So she panicked, went to the ER in the end. Turns out she wasn't dying. She just had a crazy case of acid reflux. But so bad, it put her in the hospital. She says it took her several days to feel normal again. But the bright side here, a follow-up video. Oh, we're so lucky. She posted this follow-up video from her hospital bed. And it's got 11 million views. See? Just do something dumb. Voila, you're famous. I don't know if I quite believe that. Doing something dumb makes you famous because Brandon and I do dumb stuff every day. I like to try a little bit of everything when it comes to beauty stuff. New things come out. I'm like, oh, I want to try that, you know? Yeah, I guess. So, you know, I had the microblading done on my eyebrows. Which sounds horrible. (laughs) I had a little bit of Botox in my face, which is gone. Oh, I miss it. Can't even notice. But yeah. And then I put some filler in my lips. And you've been giving me a hard time about that. Well, you noticed that, though. We noticed the filler <laughs> in the lips. We did notice Whatever. that. It was not that obvious. No, it was. You come in and hit them on the door. Like, those things were, they're sticking out past your nose. And I'm not saying you got a big nose. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, them lips are real. So now I'm getting some more stuff done to my lips. Yeah. I'm actually getting the dye, like the tattooing done on my <laughs> lips. So they're going to, like, tint my lips it's called lip tinting <laughs> so your lips are going to be darker or yeah like mm-hmm. which, they're gonna have a little bit of color, color in them what color are we given they're like, gonna they're just gonna look plumpy i don't know what that means what color is plumpy i haven't really picked out a color yet oh, I, so you I'm do gonna need have, to pick a color alex is gonna help me with that she's the professional like, i don't want to because i like to wear red lipstick oh, i don't want to go red you know right yeah so i don't know how it it all works so wh- she's gonna she's gonna help me out with that well, don't girls usually like color their lips to coincide with their outfit you know what i mean no what i don't what don't girls like oh i'm wearing red shoes today boom red lips just depends on the whole vibe for me the vibe like it could be like a clear lip gloss day for me well your lip vibe is is uh it's big um and (laughs) today it's red today is red lip day vibe yes i do like the red lipstick lately you know, I can honestly say I've barely ever worn lipstick in my life. Like, maybe twice. <laughs> well, I would hope so. Yeah, and it wasn't even my choice. That's good to hear, Brandon. But uh, Not that there's so, anything wrong with that. So, but could you get them darker? Like, uh, when you first said this to me, you were like, I'm going to get them darker. And I'm thinking you're going to, like, they're going to be brown. Or why would you get brown lips? That's what I was <laughs> thinking. And then I'm thinking, what if, like... What if you held your lips up like, you know, like you're sucking from a straw? Like a duck face? Or, yeah, or duck lips, or like you're saying, ooh, or something like that. What does your mouth look like? Go ahead and say it. How about all? It looks like <laughs> so gross. It yeah, I'm going to go in there and be like, Alex, hook me up with some butthole lips. Yeah, hook me I up with those. I don't think so, Brandon. Smack me up with some good old, yeah, but just be gassing all over the place i mean no, look these, at the, these lips are gonna have some oh this is horrible i can't do it i just can't do it <laughs> so monday when you see me i'm Those gonna have lips new got lips hemorrhoids oh <laughs> boy got, is that, do you have hot wings what happens you put preparation h on that oh yeah their lips oh yeah that stuff makes it tighter so yeah throw some preparation h on the cheeks <laughs> 
little on the lips poker those babies right up man that's gonna be fun so here let's do this you're gonna get your lips done worked up a little bit maybe maybe is he gonna throw some filler in there while he's there or who's he or she or whoever no. alex no is she doesn't girl? do filler it's a girl oh is she cute she does makeup tattoos oh whoa cool um anyway so uh let's do a little test here let's say difficult words today we'll record this and then next week when we come back and your lips are all you're swollen back down to normalish, we could say these difficult words again to see if your new tattooed lips can say the same words. Okay. Fair? All right, let's so go. So say stuff like, uh, say simple watermelon. Watermelon. Yep. Um, now, snuffleupagus. <laughs> really? Snuffleupagus. Now say, what's another difficult word I can't think of? How about supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Yep, your lips barely touched when you were doing that. So... <laughs> That'll be a good one. Should I spell one. Mississippi? Yeah, spell Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. I didn't know how to spell that. What's another good difficult one? Um, say applesauce. Applesauce. Rumple still skin. Rumple still skin. <laughs> you almost struggled with it. I now, did. I did. That yeah. was awesome. That's good. That's um, enough words. I've got a wiener. You've got a wiener. No, no I, I don't. <laughs> we did that just for fun. Okay. Now we better go ask our boss if we're allowed to say butthole on the air. Yeah, we probably should. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's your dummy of the day. All I can really say is this woman is very lucky that Canadians are nice. This young woman near Ottawa decided it would be a good idea to drive her car down a frozen river. And I mean, speed down it. Someone who lives next to the river got footage of her flying by in her yellow car. But that's not even the craziest part of this whole story. But her car eventually hit a thin spot on the ice and broke through. So it was sinking in freezing water. And random people had a saver using a kayak. One guy who helped said you could see her start gathering her stuff into a bag while her car is sinking. Meanwhile, everyone on shore was yelling at her to just get out of the car. She eventually did. She made her way onto the roof. Then, while they were trying to get to her, she just stood on top of the car and started taking selfies. And luckily, they were able to push a kayak out to her in time, pulled her back in, and everyone's okay now. The guy who helped said she was smiling when she got to shore, said it was really fun, and that she'd totally do it again. So she's facing charges for dangerous operation of a motor vehicle. So don't try this yourself. And she could lose her license. If you want to see the video, go to the Roadhouse Facebook page. I don't know. She might not be in her right mind. Honestly, say no to drugs. Last night I was at home researching websites. Yeah. Because we're going to be building a website. Oh. The Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. And I came across this story just like randomly. It's a town that... Re- requires the removal of an organ in order to live there. That's weird. This little town in Antarctica. They require you to get your appendix removed. And it kind of makes sense when you look into it a little bit because they are like 625 miles away from the nearest hospital, so appendicitis could be fatal. So I can kind of see that. So could a lot of things. I know, like anything could happen. Yeah. What are the odds? Like, do you know anybody that's had appendicitis? Uh, one person. One person? I think. I don't know anybody. I think the old wife had it, but I'm not sure. I think it's pretty random. It is real random. But, you know, you have homeowners associations where, like, 
You can't put up yeah. decorations, have to have your yard look in a certain way. Can't this park place on the curb. Yep. requires you to have an organ removed. That's just weird. I bet you they don't have a lot of people in their village you know, or town or whatever. There's a hundred people there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I'm looking at a picture of the town. It just looks like a bunch of trailer houses, like mobile homes. So it's a mobile home in park a field. In yeah. The, in a field. But there's like a post office. There's, you know, a store. Probably a freaking Dollar General. <laughs> there's no Dollar General. <laughs> I'd move. It's full of researchers and military personnel. Yeah. These people are getting weird. If you had your own town. Yeah. In another country or whatever, what would you require? I would probably require that all men have dad bods. Oh, yeah. Then I'm in. Heck, yeah. <laughs> I've got a very established dad bod. Uh, if it was me, like all women have to have, you know, the beautiful hair, eyes, you know, a, mm, a booty. Maybe a nice booty. Breast implants. You know, I, they'd have to have breast implants to move to our town. That's it. What if they already had like Dolly Parton size? They no. still have to get breast implants? Yeah. Yeah. Because let's be honest, you know, so you're 600 miles from a hospital. Who's going to be out buying bras? I'm here for the women. They need to be able to stay up on their own and uh, nice and firm and help their backs. You're not going to be able to get good. You're going to go to Victoria's Secret. That's probably where the secret's at is in this town. I'm kind of envious of Brandon because he gets to travel the country. And he sees a lot of things in other states that we would never see here in South Dakota. Yeah. And I just kind of live through him with these stories. And you came back with a good one, even a video of oh, this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got video proof. There was this, well, first of all, Denver has, if you're a single person, Denver has a gaggle, a, a herd, an abundance of good-looking men and women. And they all come down to the Grizzly Rose. And, and it's amazing. One of them I seen, she was wearing leather pants. She obviously was like a cheerleader of some kind. And what I found was amazing was in these leather pants that fit her body, that was very curvy, very well. She could kick very high because me and her had a slight interaction. Some girl was walking through the crowd, and I'm watching Ned Ledoux play. Girls walking through the crowd. It almost looked like she was going to try to, like, punch me like like a friend would into the downtowns. And I was like, I jumped, kind of jumped back, and she was like, I'm sorry, and walked away. Well, a little blonde girl with cheerleader with the leather pants was like, don't worry, I've got your back. And she, like, kicks, and her foot, who she's got to be all of five foot with high heels on, her foot was up by my face. And I'm like, geez, you're sure pretty stretchy with those leather pants on. She's like, oh, yeah. And then that's all I said to her. It's like, whatever, this chick's weird. But she looked really good in those leather pants. I mean, like, really good, right? So she's standing in front of us, and I'm watching the show. Well, I happen to notice this guy beside me who's all cuddled up with his girlfriend, wife. I'm not sure. But he's like, I'm, I'm trying to verbally explain this. He's like behind her. Their heads are beside each other. He's got his chin on her shoulder. They're hugging, essentially, like that. He's got his arms around and they're kind of dancing back and forth. It's a very cute couple moment. All of a sudden I look at his eyes and he's looking down. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, this dude's not even watching the concert. How romantic is he that he's just here for his girlfriend? You know, he just loves her. And then I look to what he's looking at and it was the girl in the leather pants' butt. No way. And I'm like, high five. I wanted to high five and be like, nice, What a scumbag. Right? Oh, well, hey, when she's got something to show. We all should take a look. 
The whole show should have stopped, should have got her up on stage. She should have done a pirouette or something. And we could all have been like, very nice, very nice. Get back down. It is very nice. So this story is so good, it's running a little long. So we might need to take a little break because I know there's more to it. Oh, yeah. The ending's the best. On Friday, we talked about a South Dakota man that made some pot brownies at his home. Right before yep. he went to bed, he had him sitting on the counter, cooling down, while his mom, in her 60s, got up the next morning. She's like, oh, brownies. She grabs the brownies and takes them to the senior center, where she's hanging out with her friends, and then they end up calling 911 after eating the brownies, thinking they're poisoned. <laughs> just a crazy nope. event. These seniors just, can you imagine being there, Brandon, in the room? I just, uh, there's so many, I would love to interview the firefighters, the EMS workers that showed up, the nursing staff at the senior center when they all figured out that everybody's just high. I'm going to try to get a hold of one of the EMT workers. I did get a hold of Michael himself, and we should probably be having him on the show sometime this week. Hopefully tomorrow, fingers crossed. We'll we'll be doing that. But I would have loved to have been in the room. (laughs) <laughs> with that group, I don't know if it was a group of women or, or people sitting around a table playing cards or whatever, but man, can can you just hear them like, are you starting to get a little hungry? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got that munchy something fierce today. I don't know what it is. Yep. I'm on my fifth pudding. <laughs> hey, hey, Ralph, you better quit putting away those butterscotch puddings. You've had 17 of them. All right, stop it. Can you believe it's only been five minutes? Can somebody push me around in my wheelchair? I, I can't even walk straight. <laughs> no, I, I can't feel my teeth. Because you don't have your teeth in, Margaret. Oh, oh. And then, like, how how would they sound when they laugh? Oh, 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 oh. I'm guessing they just, their oxygen levels get all messed up because they're, you know, when you start laughing so hard you can't even breathe, that could be detrimental to an elderly. You know yeah. what I mean? And so uh, I just, I feel bad for them because that sinking feeling of you've left your brownies out to cool. You're like, I'm pretty tired, man. I'm going to go to bed. And then he wakes up the next morning and they're gone. <laughs> and what kind of mom does that? Oh, my son made brownies. I'm going to take them. Taking like, them? yeah. You know, honestly, maybe there's a part of this where he made two pans of brownies, one for him, one for them. And maybe they took the wrong pan. You know, I mean, it's I could see how things they look the same, smell the same, taste the same. but The reaction's different. What kind of cocoa is in those brownies? Well, this happened in Tabor, South Dakota. So I wonder what Tabor Senior Center is like. At the Tabor Senior Center, our seniors are living the high life. A life filled with activities of every kind, like arts and crafts. Did you make that lovely vase? It's not a vase. It's a bong. Music appreciation. Hey, sonny, play some Inagata de Vida. Ooh, groovy. Or just sitting around watching TV. (laughs) Why is Matlock's face melting? (laughs) Remember, every Tuesday is Baked Goods Day. I brought my son's famous Cheech and Chong chocolate brownies. The first one is free, but after that, you gotta pay. At the Tabor Senior Center, come in and say hi.
Do you ever have those moments where you're in the middle of a story and then you realize that you just said something really stupid and you just kind of go with it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I had one of those moments a couple weeks ago. It's my mom's birthday. Had the family over. We're enjoying some dinner, sitting around, enjoying each other's company, talking. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what how this came up. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. My niece started talking about how sh- how the Angostura, how oh, yeah. Angostura was starting to freeze, and she wanted to go stand on it. Okay, yeah, the ice, yep. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I stood on the Mississippi when it froze over, and I started talking about how me and Chrissy Davies, our coworker, Went to go see one of D. Ray Knight's comedy shows uh-huh. across the state. And on the way back, we, we saw the frozen river and we we're like, let's go stand on it just so we can say we did. Yeah. And during this conversation, I realized that I had named the wrong river. <laughs> and I could see my brother's face just in <sighs> anticipation, waiting for me to end a sentence so he could, you know, embarrass me yeah, about it. The, so I oh, just kept like huh? dragging out the story about like, yeah, we, we were doing this and, you uh. know, having a good road trip. And <laughs> I just started taking the story in a different direction. And mm-hmm. he just waited until oh, yeah. I was done. Like, like a brother would. Ten minutes love. later, he's like, so what river were you standing on? <laughs> and I was like, the Mississippi. <laughs> just kind of like old miss. looked away and started talking. And he's, again, he's like, the Mississippi doesn't run through here. No, it sure don't. And I was yep. like, I know. I know it's the Missouri. Sorry. I said the wrong river. And I could just feel the heat coming off my face at this point. <laughs> And so when you do embarrassing things like that, and everybody in the room knows, and you still try to cover it up, so I'm like taking a drink of my water, trying to keep my face covered up this whole time, Yeah. and I just feel so stupid, because there's like, you know, college kids in this room with me oh, that yeah. are just like, oh my gosh, my aunt is such an idiot right well, now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I stood on the Mississippi. Yeah, in the middle of South Dakota. Yeah. Oh, that's hey, it, they, they're both... M rivers, okay. Yeah. Mis- Mississippi, Missouri, same okay. thing. M's and S's, it's about the same. You know, it's really it's about the same. It's a uh, little different. It is the same. They're just spelled different. And the Mississippi's huge. Where is the Mississippi? How is the Mississippi different from the Missouri? Maybe I wasn't too far off here. Comparing the Mississippi to the Missouri is kind of like saying The Rock and Kevin Hart are the same. <laughs> So continuing the story, Brandon was in Colorado. This girl had these leather pants on. She's doing like high kicks. Some kind of cheerleader girl with these very nice leather pants on. And she looks really nice in them. So what's the rest of the story? So set up. Girl down in front. Super gorgeous woman. Hot. Nice little leather pants around a curvy body. Behind her, couple. Boyfriend. I'm not sure husband. Arms hugged around the backside of his girlfriend, wife. Right, he's got his head on her shoulder, and he's peering down at what looks to be at leather pants butt. So I decided I'd video it. So I video the butt, very nice, up to his face. Uh huh. His eyes down at the butt again, and I put it on TikTok, and people are liking it and commenting and oh that's nice, you know. Uh-huh. Poor him, you know what a jerk. He's hanging on to his girlfriend stuff like that. Meanwhile, my wife is mad at me because I put it all over social media that I'm staring at a girl's leather butt. Of course, I would be too. She's a little upset. But I had to explain to her, like, look, it takes four of these hot women 
to replace you because my baby is is irreplaceable. She's amazing, mm-hmm. right? And I'd let four of them replace her. I would. It'd take four of them. Oh my god, poor Megan. All of a sudden, somebody comments on there. He's looking at his girlfriend's cell phone. I'm like, what? So I stop and look at the video. By gosh, he is. She's got her phone up. And then I'm thinking, are they both filming the butt? Are we both? Am I filming the butt? And the couple themselves are filming the butt? Like, they're like. He just won me back. Yeah. That's. And I'm like, first, I'm thinking this guy's kind of, I'm with you guys, actually. He's a jerk. He's checking out a girl's butt while wrapped around his girlfriend. That's messed up, you know? And then in reality, he's actually eavesdropping on his girlfriend's text messages. What do you think this girl's going to do when she's scrolling through TikTok and she comes across this video? Yeah, I don't know. What would you do? I mean, like, what would you do if you, that was you and Douglas and he's looking at some girl's butt? First of all, I would be hurt. Like, would you go out and buy leather pants? And then, like, when he got home, you're, like, doing dishes with your butt out? Like, Brandon, maybe, he's, maybe he likes, you know. Brandon, do you think this body could fit into leather pants? To yeah. begin with. Yeah. I would probably become the next Walmart meme. People would be staring like that girl should not be wearing leather pants. I doubt that. What if you seen it? Would you be mad at Douglas? Would you be genuinely I like, would be upset? that would hurt my feelings, yeah. Because that's my time with him and he's looking at some other girl. Yeah, I'd be I'd be furious. But then but then you see somebody I'd comments, be disgusted. You see the comments where he's looking at the phone and you're like Maybe he was looking at my phone, not looking at the girl's butt. Would you let him buy? Would this be the pass? You know yes, what I mean? It would. would you? Yeah. So in a way, I may have just saved mankind. Sometimes I see people doing things like, I don't know, I, like I did a tour of the jail recently and they were doing a puzzle in there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love to do a puzzle. And I just don't have time to do it. Sometimes on the weekends, you know, I could squeeze that in. But most of the time, I'm like, when am I going to do that? When could I read a book? Well, people joke about this all the time. There aren't enough hours in the day. But maybe there are. Are we wasting time? I would love to know how to figure out how to fit those things in. They did a new poll. They found the average person wastes close to two hours a day. Now let's get this figured out. I guess not all of it's time-wasting things, but they listed some things that we could avoid. The top three offenders are being stuck on hold, waiting in lines, and sitting in traffic. How do you get around those things, though? They found the average person wastes over 12 hours a week on stuff like this. So if you look at it closely, that's 624 hours a year, which is equivalent of 26 days. So almost a month of every year is wasted on these mundane activities. A few of the other time draining activities they listed include Scrolling through social media, of course. Flipping through channels on your TV and waiting for food to be delivered. Now, the only time that I really flip through social media is when I'm watching TV. So I'm actually doing two things at the same time there. Or if I'm like in a waiting room. I can't really bring a puzzle into the waiting room. Can you imagine if I did the looks I would get? But 56% of people said they'd like to be more productive with their time in general. But life is so hectic. Oh, how do we make it happen? Well, there's some people in this poll that said that they get bored and have nothing to do. I would love to switch places with you for just a day. Oh my gosh, I'm so envious of you. I have like the my stress list is what I call it. It's a list of things that I would like to do. 
that I just keep putting off because I don't feel like I'm ready. I need to, if I knock everything off that list, I would feel so good. Do you have one of these lists? Would I be bored if I didn't have that list? I sure would love to find out. Who wants to do my list for me? So, Amy, so, you know, down here at the band house in Denver, uh, it's a three-bedroom. It's got a living room. It's a house. You know, it's got a yard and everything. It's got a couple of bathrooms, closets, and all that. Well, when the band was down here playing over Thanksgiving weekend, we uh, came into the house, and we're getting settled in and setting our stuff down. And, you know, Clayton, my bass player, he is six foot nine. So he's a he's a big guy. I mean, you're six foot nine. That's longer arms, longer legs. He's just a big guy. It's really hard to find clothes that fit you because your legs are so long, your arms are so long. You know, you could either get a triple X jacket that fits you, your arms, but then it's huge on you. You know, like it it just looks like it's a it's a huge blanket. So anyway, so we get into this band house, settling in, everything's good to go. Uh, we notice there's a couple of leather jackets in one of the closets. And so Clayton throws on the jacket really quick. Like, and I mean, it was like, it was like somebody finding their love, you know, like he throws the jacket on. I've never seen a jacket fit somebody so good in my life. Like it fit him perfect. I can see this like in slow motion. He puts the jacket on and you guys are like, whoa. Oh, it was like, aside from like the only way it could have been more majestic is if doves flew out from behind him Majestic. that's that's the kind of moment it was though it was like there was like music and he puts it on he like looked at himself kind of like like spider-man when spider-man first realized he was spider-man and it was like (laughs) whoa wow and we're all like wow dude that jacket fits you really good and but it's you know hey there's bands they stay here every weekend it's somebody else's jacket we can't take it so he hung it back up in the closet. He did wear it around the house for a while because he didn't want to take it off. Put it back into the closet, whatever. We leave. Here we are, back here again. All the whole drive down here from Rapid City, Clayton's literally in the back seat, like tapping his feet, super excited, hoping that the leather jacket is still there from Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> we show up to the house. He doesn't even help us. First of all, He's notorious for this stuff. Uh, he'll just walk off and not. we'll have to unpack and do things ourselves. But he like heads out and like goes running into the house, unlocks the door, goes rushing in. And guess what was in the closet? Was it the jacket? Yep. The jacket was still in the closet. So did he so, take well, it? Yeah. You know what's even cooler about it? So he has a white hollow body uh, Gretsch bass guitar that he plays the thing is absolutely gorgeous it's beautiful it's got gold outlay around it's white it matches the leather jacket you couldn't have there's no way you could have went shopping and found this it matches so good it's meant to be i think it was i truly think that that like the would you call them the wardrobe gods i don't know planted this leather jacket for six foot nine clayton ryan to throw on and slap his big white falcon base his and what just look it's a white falcon that's the name of it okay it's a white falcon hollow body gretch base it's absolutely gorgeous look up pictures of it it is a sexy sexy base and it matches and now here he is six foot nine goddess with the leather jacket on i want to see it i'll have to take a picture 
I think the whole reason that you guys were invited back at this very time is that jacket. It was fate for you to come back. I 100% agree. Boy, what's going on, South Dakota? We just can't seem to stay out of these national news stories. <laughs> There's a lady in Sioux Falls, and she's she's hitting the papers now. She was sick of her husband. Listen to what she did. She faked her own kidnapping. It happened last year, but the charges were just filed. And it doesn't say how long that they've been married, but she's only 22, so I'm assuming not very long. She was working as a delivery driver for Domino's last February, and she called her husband around 10 p.m., okay? And she said a group of people were trying to rob her. Of course, he's going to start freaking out. He could hear somebody pounding on her window, so he totally believed it. Then after she hung up, he started getting text messages demanding ransom money. He also got one that said, I don't have long. I love you. Please help. One of her co-workers also got ransom messages too. And some of the texts came from a weird number that they didn't recognize. It turned out she was using a app to disguise her number and all the texts were really coming from her. So police scrambled a SWAT team together, tracked her down by pinging her phone. She was sitting in her car with another man when they found her and she tried to claim that they had just let her go. Yeah, they just let her go. But her story, of course, did not add up. Like, they tracked down the last pizza that she delivered, and they said, no, everything was fine, didn't seem weird at all. So nothing added up. And uh, after they interviewed her in Sioux Falls, they said that she was just sitting there, and all of a sudden the SWAT team just starts swarming her and, and wanting her phone. So she eventually admitted that she made the whole thing up because she just simply wanted a break from her husband. And she'll be in court next week to face charges for filing a false report and attempted grand theft. I'm just curious, like, what kind of background does this girl have? Was she, like, raised (laughs) a certain way where she's never heard of divorce? I mean, this is, like, going above and beyond. Took a lot of work. Well, I guess divorce takes a lot of work, too. Well, we knew this was coming. We knew it. The first really dumb TikTok challenge of the year. I've been waiting, haven't you? And of course, it's dangerous and possibly deadly. It's called the Sleepy Chicken Challenge. Now, this involves boiling your chicken dinner in NyQuil. Someone, somewhere, got the idea in their head that it can cure a cold. But there's no evidence to back that up. And it could actually kill you instead. Basically, you put a single chicken breast in a pot dump up to half a bottle of NyQuil in there, and then braise or boil it until it's cooked. Hopefully fully cooked, and people seem to be having trouble with that part. Some people are saying to only cook it for five minutes. Huh? It's dangerous even if you do fully cook it, though, for two reasons. There's a doctor that says, first, it's just an insane amount of NyQuil. It's like way more than you're supposed to take. And then when you boil it down, the water and alcohol evaporate, but the drugs are still in there. So you're basically loading a chicken breast up with way too much medicine and you could overdose. But also when you boil liquid medicine like that, you can end up inhaling some of it, which is also bad. It bypasses the liver and goes straight into your bloodstream without any toxins being filtered out. 
And so that kind of messes you up a little bit. So I would not recommend the Sleepy Chicken Challenge. Our challenge here on the Roadhouse is just swing by Popeye's and get that really good chicken sandwich. Oh, it's so good. You'll be so full, it'll put you right to sleep. Howdy, y'all. Colonel Sanders here. As if these last two years ain't been weird enough, there's a new trend in eating poultry. It's called NyQuil Chicken. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's chicken cooked in freaking cold medicine, which I'm pretty sure is a sign of the apocalypse. Well, since the world is apparently going to hell in a chicken basket, I'm all in. Introducing KFNQC, Kentucky Fried NyQuil Chicken. Look at that beautiful bluish green color. Is it good? No. Is it good for you? Heck no. Will people buy it? Of course they will. It's on the internet. Heck, when we offered original recipe scented cologne and Crocs with rubber drumsticks on them at our website, they sold out. So stop on down and get you some Kentucky Fried NyQuil Chicken. The nighttime, disgusting, revolting, nauseating, sickening, achy, foul, so you can puke me. It's time for another Roadhouse lesson in dating trends. Now, every day it seems like they come up with a new dating trend. Here's here's a fun way to, to approach the first date. We've kind of talked about this a little bit, but I need to revisit this. Okay, you just kind of treat it like an emotionless corporate merger. Okay, this is how you treat your date. Have you heard of hardballing yet? If you haven't, then you haven't been paying attention to us. Hardballing now is when you approach dating in a no-nonsense way. Like, okay, we're playing hardball here. Basically, you let the other person know what you're looking for, whether that's serious and long-term or just a casual fling. And this is also when you're upfront and honest about yourself, like brutally honest. This way, you set expectations, there's no confusion, and you don't waste time. I mean, nobody likes to be ghosted. So if you hardball then most likely you won't be ghosted. This is when, you know, you need to tell them, I'm looking for a sugar daddy. I want somebody to pay for all of my purses and shoes, and that's it. No touching. You know, we can have conversation from now and now and then, but that's about it. I don't want to work. Don't want kids. I don't want to do anything. No, that's horrible. That's not a good way to be. But you do need to be upfront and honest about whether you wet the bed or chew with your mouth open, things like that. And you need to tell your date that you're going to be hardballing or you just might get glamboozled. And we'll get to glamboozled next time. Want to lose weight? Well, a new study found an easy hack that might help us. And you know, at this point, I'm willing to try anything. (laughs) But they say to just chew your food a little longer. They had three groups of people eat the same liquid diet during this experiment. Now, one of the groups just swallowed it immediately. Another left it in their mouth for 30 seconds and then swallowed it, which didn't make a difference. But the third group pretended to chew on the liquid for 30 seconds and then swallow it. And that did make a difference, apparently. They found that just the act of chewing increased people's metabolism through a process called DIT, or diet-induced thermogenesis. Okay. It only raised their metabolism a little bit, but it burned a small number of calories. I guess it can make a big difference if you make it a a habit. They say chewing a little more every time you eat could potentially 
have a substantial effect if you do it every time you eat 365 days a year. Okay, so what if I don't have time to make breakfast and I just want coffee? Do I have to like pretend chew my coffee? If I do this, now what do I have to do to suppress my anger? Do I need to take like some Prozac? What kind of hack do you have for that? I don't like a lot of Marvel films, but I do like Iron Man. Oh, yeah. I love Robert Downey Jr. His story, like his life story is amazing. I think that's why I'm drawn to him as an actor. Yep, yep. But you've seen the Iron Man house, right? Oh, yeah. It's huge. What do you think that house would be worth if it was real? Oh, it's not real? It's not real. Oh, that's got to be, man. The billions. I mean, you know what I mean? Don't you think? That's what I would have guessed, too. it's on the edge of a cliff, all the construction do so, the elevators, and does it come with all the whole, like, how he talks to the house, you know? Yeah, everything. Does it come with Gwyneth Paltrow and a whole bunch of her candles? Somebody is a nerd and figured it out. Well, of course. $117 million. That's it? Yeah. $10 million a year to keep things running. And then your property taxes would also be close to a million dollars. Hmm. That's insane. I mean, I say that's it, but it's still $116,980,000 more than I can afford. Yeah. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. That's not a real house. There is a house in America. It's the most expensive house. It's $295 million. It's in Bel Air, California. Whoa. Now, Jeff Bezos, you would think that he would live there. Yeah. His house is worth $165 million Not in, anymore. <laughs> in Beverly Hills. But the $295 million mansion, it has a panoramic view of the Pacific Ocean. Wow. It's in downtown LA. It's got mountains around it. It's 105,000 square feet. How many of your houses is 105, that? 105,000 square feet? Mm-hmm. Twice well, my, as big as the White House. My house is 2,000, so you could fit whatever, 105,000 divided by two is my house is in there. That's a lot of my house is in there. That's some amazing geometry. Thank you. Uh, it has 21 bedrooms, 49 bathrooms, five outdoor and indoor swimming pools, and a 10,000 square foot sky deck, and a private indoor running track. Oh, and don't forget... The four-lane bowling alley, 10,000 bottle wine cellar, and a garage for 30-plus cars. I couldn't even pay the electric bill. I'm just going to be honest. I can't even keep the lights on in this place. That is insane. How do you keep up with the plumbing? How do you keep up with trying to fix the toilets? Your entire family could live there. Like everybody, siblings, everybody. Bring a cousin. Shoot, why not? There's still some things missing, though. Oh? We did a Facebook post, and we asked our listeners what they would want if this was their house. Oh, yeah. And that's coming up next. We've been talking about the most expensive house in America and all the cool stuff that it has inside. But we want to know what you would want inside. We have our office manager in the studio today. Rano, if that $295 million home was yours, what would you want in it? What's your number one thing? A maid to clean it. You can't have just one maid. There's got to be a gaggle of them. What would their names be? Like, what would the butler's name be? Roberto. You want Roberto? Oh, mm-hmm. this sounds like a very handsome butler. Roberto. Yeah, he's Go also a socks. pool boy. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, so now we know what Rana thinks about. Or does he look anything like Mark Houston? No. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. More like um, 
you know, the Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm coming to your house. Momoa. Oh, Jason yeah. Momoa. And he's single, single. now. No kidding. Yeah, yep. they're getting divorced. Yep, he's what? single. Ready to mingle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Francois. I let him. Has to be the chef. Francois. Oh, Francois. Oh, yeah. He's got to be a French chef. Yes. Oui, oui. Ah. Parlez-vous français? I'm not <laughs> sure what you said, but it sounded good. Let's see what some of these open mics said. I would love a giant greenhouse in my most expensive mansion. You guys are awesome. Yeah, that's an awesome idea. That is dumb. No, I don't want that. I would want a library. A library with lots of books. I love books. I love the way the books feel. I love to touch the covers, the pages, the paper. I just really, really love books. Wow. Was that the guy from the show You on Netflix? All I kept thinking is this guy obviously doesn't want anybody coming over to his house. (laughs) Lots and lots of fabulous closet space. You could never let me down with lots of closet space. Yeah, I mean, closets are always good. I just thought it was kind of a given. We could actually use that extra closet space to hide from the previous library guy. Yeah, kind of a safe room. I'd want to I'd I'd get one of those, those directories like in a mall. A bunch of them throughout the house so I don't get lost. You know, something that says, you are here, and then it'll direct you to where, like, the nearest bathroom is. That is actually not a bad idea. I like it. There's a bathroom on the right. I think we have one more. I would want a dungeon with a stripper pole. Wow, what a bunch of wonderful ideas. Thank you for those. So it seems we have a caller on the line. Her name's Kayla. Kayla, if this $295 million home is yours, what would you want it to have? A slide to get down in the basement and slides off the deck. Wow. Oh, yeah. I love that. That would be awesome. If you're feeling lazy and you don't want to walk down the stairs, there you go. You know, at the end of that slide going downstairs, that's where all the laundry would pile up. I also picture like you having like clowns around, like making <laughs> animal balloons for you. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to it as long as they have a cotton candy machine. Uh, honestly, is a really good idea. Like, why isn't that more common in homes? Yeah. Would it be like a windy slide? Would it have a tunnel? I think you would need two. You'd need one going straight down the stairs so it could double as a laundry chute. And then you need like a little secret slide somewhere, a tube slide, because who doesn't love a tube slide, the windy one? We should start like a show where we rebuild houses and build them our way, though, like cool ways like that. Right. Well, thanks for calling in, Kayla. We love you. We love you, too. And we hope all of your mansion dreams come true. Yeah, especially the book guy. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. I promised we would get a little D-Ray night today for our Dummy of the Day. Get a little D-Ray, hello. Air cigarette. Air cigarette, hello. I knew it. How are you? I'm great, how are you? Good, so you're looking for a Dummy of the Day. Well, let's go Dummy of the Day International. Oh, nice. I like going international. (laughs) Okay, let's go to Thailand. There's this guy who is looking for companionship, I guess, but he has a certain criteria. He wants to meet up with a woman who is infected with COVID. Why? He wants to get COVID. Okay. That's what he wants. This guy is willing to pay $90 to $150 American to meet up with a woman that she has to prove that she is COVID positive. (laughs) She has to present an antigen test kit to do it. 
It has to. It's one of those test kits with two lines. I guess it's like you know the instant test, and yeah. indicating a positive result. And he uh, only wants to breathe on one another, not exchange bodily fluids. Okay. Well, you know he's he's got standards. He's got morals. He wants to breathe on breathe on each other, uh, and he says that it's for entertainment only. No sex, alcohol, and party drugs are allowed. So you can get stoned and drunk and breathe on each other, but no sex. Again, he's got morals. He's got okay. standards. So I'm just trying to picture two people just breathing on each other. It's Thailand. Yeah. And they eat some <laughs> not, not smelly too, foods. Not too difficult in Thailand to imagine something like that going on. Oh, and if you hook them up with this person, they'll give you $18. So there's a there's a finder's fee. Wow, it's like a pyramid scheme. It kind of is. Yeah, he's he's willing to pay an eighteen dollar broker fee. Oh. So if you are you all right there? Oh. So you know, if your sister in Thailand has COVID, you make a quick eighteen bucks. Is there anybody out there that wants to get COVID? Is this like a new internet challenge? <laughs> it might be. It wouldn't surprise me if this was a new TikTok challenge. Yeah, just breathe. That's the whole challenge. Hi. I hope I can get you COVID. So there's this new show that Douglas and I are super into. And we look forward to it every week. It's called Mayor of Kingstown. Ooh. And it's only available on Paramount+. Plus. Okay. And we, we found it because we're watching 1883. So we kind of watch them both back to back. Side question, really quick, like, is that the only way I'm going to be able to watch 1883 is to get onto that Paramount Plus? Yes. Or are they going to be releasing more episodes to the regular people? I'm not really sure about that. I just know the only place you can watch it is on Paramount Plus. Such a bummer. It's kind of like Yellowstone, how you had to jump around to like four different places to go yeah. through all the seasons. It's I wonder so if annoying. it's going to be like that. So annoying. It anyway, is annoying. Carry on. But Mayor of Kingstown, this is a story that it follows this family in Michigan where they're into the business of incarceration. It's like a thriving industry there. Okay. The whole town is like prisons. It's super weird. So they're trying to conquer like racism and inequality in the prison uh-huh. system. And so yeah. they teamed up with like inmates, criminals, prison guards, politicians, police officers. It's kind of like one of those. Okay. I don't know. They they work with the criminals. It's strange, but we love it because yeah. it's different. Well, I was at my parents' house the other day, and I was like, Do you, have you guys been watching Mayor of Kingstown? You know, I kind of like wanted to talk about the last yeah. episode and how amazing it was. And my mom was like, no. We watched the first episode, and it kind of reminded me of soft porn. <laughs> and my eyes and my mouth started to water. How does my 69-year-old mother know anything about soft porn? Well, because we were kids when soft porn was kind of a big thing, so she was an adult getting to watch it, and we weren't supposed to, right? See, I'm very disturbed by this. My (laughs) Southern Baptist mom knows about soft porn. What do you think your parents were watching late at night when you were in bed? Well, they probably weren't watching Yellowstone or 1883 or dances with wolves no they were watching soft porn and plus i don't see any relation with mayor of kingstown and soft porn no oh because i was about ready to start watching it then (laughs) i mean maybe maybe a little bit like there's this girl that's involved and she's she's in the wrong industry if you know what i mean she's a little promiscuous yeah so they're trying to help her 
And so they had to get into some details of what she was doing. So I think that's the part that my mom did not agree with. And that's why she doesn't watch it. But I told her, you need to give it another chance Uh because not every episode is that way. And and I can't imagine they're actually like softport. Not as some horrible acting. You know what I mean? Like that was, they got hands in the way. They're doing, it was really bad. So this, hopefully this shows the acting and everything is a little bit better. It's a wonderful show. Yeah. Just picture your parents sitting on the couch holding each other. I mean, like, arms around each other, cuddling up, watching a movie, but they're watching, you know. So do you think your parents are watching the first episode and something, you know, happened and and maybe something went down or up? Brandon! Maybe that's why your dad stays in such good shape. Maybe he's the mayor of soft porn. It's a feel-good moment. A blind broadcaster provided commentary during an NCAA college basketball game between Eastern Illinois University and Southern Illinois University Edwardsville. Now here's the inspirational Bryce Whaler talking about his experience as a sports broadcaster. I was born four months premature with an eye condition called retinopathy of prematurity. I study facts on both teams and try to listen to each team's previous game before the current game I am commentating. I'd like to be able to create programs to help disabled fans have better experiences at sporting events both in the stadium and outside the stadium with spending time with groups of disabled individuals and using sports as a vehicle to help these individuals overcome the obstacles they're facing in their life. Just because you're not like everybody else doesn't mean you can't do what everybody else does. Aerodynamically, the bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly. But the bumblebee doesn't know that. So it goes on flying anyway. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. 